Hello again from Kids Music. In this episode, we hear from Lucky Diaz and Alicia Gaddis. The dynamic husband and wife duo talk with John and Dan about their 2020 Latin Grammy-nominated lullaby album, Paseo Lunar. And although this interview was recorded a while ago, Kids Music is delighted to share the news that the Lucky Band was recently nominated for a 2021 Grammy Award for their latest album, Crayon Kids. These two are true kindy music superstars and we're a joy to connect with, as you will hear. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. Hey everybody, I'm Dan Crow. And I am John Wood, and we have two wonderful guests today. I have no idea who they are. They were uh, outside my house when I pulled up this morning, so I let them in. They said, hey, we can play music, and we're, we're bilateral. I said, oh, great. I said, come on in. Of course, it's uh, Lucky Diaz and Alicia Gaddis, uh, formerly known as... The let's see, you're formerly your what was the band's formal name? The Lucky Diaz. It was it was Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band, but we changed it to the Lucky Band. Yeah, which I think is uh, which I think is fabulous. I like both names. I, obviously, Thank I you. know the IRS is breathing down your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a better. I, I think we, we thought it was a better name because in in in, is, Asia, in Asia they just translated to the Lucky Family Band. Yeah, it was. So yeah. It, so it made more sense to just drop the whole thing. Lucky, I've got to show you. Uh, I've got to show you something that is one of a kind. All right, there's no other one like this in the world. Hold on, just a sec. You always have excellent taste in guitars. Oh. oh. The reason I got this is because of you. You know that we had that conversation. It's a beautiful guitar, and I love the way your uh, your guitar sounds in in your videos, man. I love the sound you get. Thank on all your guitars, it's got the real clean, clean yeah. sound, which I really love. Yeah, well, that I mean, it's just kind of, um, I'm a one amp guy. So, you know, like it's either a Fender Deluxe or a Twin. Yeah. Or it's just a Fender sound. And now I use a very boutique, like, little thing that some guy in San Francisco makes. It's amazing. But uh, it's basically a reproduction of a of a Fender sound, of a Fender circuit. So, yeah, that's all. I think growing up, that's all I, I had around me and all the music that I really loved you know, when I looked like, oh, this guitar player, what were they using? And they were always yeah. using like Fender Twins or Marshalls, which are deriv derivatives of Fender Basements. So the Fender sound for me is... I used I to have uh, the, remember the tweed, you know, the tweed, uh, the brown like tweed uh, with the, the round, the small round brown knobs and stuff. Love that amp, man. It was so cool. Yeah. The, uh, yeah I've had a couple of, I Alicia is uh, very kind to indulge me in my... Uh, you know, uh, gear collecting uh, issues, but uh, so she, you know, but I do moves, but I do moves, <laughs> I do move stuff, you know, like so I'll buy something and then like no, I'll figure out that needs a new home and then your, it goes. They're your tools for work. Yeah, they're but it, they inspire, like, just like yeah. that guitar inspires and it's inspires not, songs. It's not a collection, stuff. you use them to make, to make music. So yeah. it's like, that'd be ridiculous. But that, make. but that guitar you're holding there, that's like a, that's a lifer. That's like the Cadillac of all guitars, 
Yeah. It's great for uh, hammering in nails too, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, you don't, something you don't want to do with that trailer queen. She's Dan. I'm going to put this away, and uh, you take over and talk to this lovely couple here. I'm. Go- I know you probably you use them all though, don't you, Lucky? You play all of them, right? At one yeah, time. I, I actually make a point of playing all, all. Like I, I use them, you know, as much as I can. I, I always find like if I'm in a rut, like I want to be inspired. You know, I see you have some amazing, amazing record collection there. It's kind of the same thing, right? So yeah. you kind of pull a record on and you get inspired about like a, a song or an album, and then or a guitar brings back a memory from another time. And, yeah. and and I'm able to channel that. And I don't know. I just love, I mean, what's not so low about guitars? They're beautiful. If you're paying too much attention to one, the others get very jealous. Oh, they do. <laughs> they're just I just kind of just string them along. Yeah. Ugh, they're like, mm. Yeah, I know. They, they, they nudge like, each other. But Dad, you, uh, you've got a guitar that you've had at Martin for a long time, man. No, me? Yeah. That's no, you're at Tilly. <laughs> what do you have like a like a d18 or d d24 d28 what's the old hearing bone one uh that they reissued in 82 it was first the 25th anniversary and uh you know because you don't know i mean i'm an acoustic player mostly and so yeah. uh, just playing but which i want to talk to you about too from the new album because i know you went acoustic a lot I did, yeah the lullaby album but I, uh yeah which I have to tell you, I love that album, but it took eight days to listen to it because I kept falling asleep during the <laughs> <laughs> that is a point, though, yeah. That actually, that actually happened to us, like, you know, when you and you make recordings and you get, you know, put them in your car or whatever, you know, everybody's falling asleep. No, Indiana, we all, everyone Indiana, fell asleep. You couldn't get yeah, through any of them. You'd put it on, and Indiana would say, it's not bedtime, Daddy. It's not bedtime. Turn that off. It's not, <laughs> I don't want to go to bed. I'm getting too tired. La luna es un tesoro Contando los sueños Un paseo lunar Caminamos juntos Un paseo lunar Caminamos hasta allá en la madrugada con las estrellas en el cielo cuando estás a mi lado mi corazón está lleno un paseo caminamos juntos un paseo Caminamos hasta allá
es hora de despertado El pasado ya se fue Al futuro ya nos vamos Un paseo Caminamos juntos Un paseo Caminamos hasta allá That's so cute. That's so cute. You guys just got back from a road trip, didn't you? Well, you got home, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we were in our, our home in um, Columbus, Indiana, and oh. we were there for about three and a half months, which was the biggest chunk of time we've ever stayed consistently there. But it was lovely. Like, we love it. Our neighbors are there. I have family there. Um But yeah, it was time to get back to Los Angeles. And so we kind of made the Mecca with a, a kid and a brand new puppy. So that was yeah. real. And on the way there, we dispersed camp. Like we camped in like fields and on a like on, on a farm. And it, as you know, Lucky and I are not good at nature. Like I like cultivated nature, like Central Park, a path trees a hot dog cart like that's enough nature for me restaurants enough nature for me we stopped at our first camp spot and literally all of our camping or supplies were still in the packages and we were just like okay let's pick a tent like we we did it but it still stayed married so that was like this two successful things and then but on the way back we did not camp so Uh Uh, you know, I, I, I know I saw some pictures of you on Facebook at, at, at Huntington Gardens. I know that's enough nature for you right there. That's, yeah. that's my perfect yeah. nature. That's about it. That's we right. were there yesterday and it's like a beautiful cultivation. You can feel like you're in a jungle, but there's a cafe and a bathroom just in case you need it. You know? <laughs> Is the museum open, by the way? Uh, no, the no. buildings aren't, you can go on the grounds. You just can't go inside the buildings, yeah, which the is buildings. okay. That's okay with us. We're not, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty hardcore on the COVID guidelines. So yeah. that's, a, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's okay with us. I mean, yeah. it's important for people to be safe, you know? Yeah. So, so but there, it's the grounds are so large. Every time we go, we find like something new and it's quite near where we live. So it's the perfect that place. Pla that place reminds me of uh, that 70s show, uh, Fantasy Island, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah I, know. So I have my own Hollywood starlet <laughs> as the guest star. Yeah. <laughs> And I can say, boss, the plane, the plane, boss. The plane, the plane. <laughs> you know, if you want to go to a, yeah, that's why they have books. I don't think you need to go to a museum. <laughs> you had your daughters with you, or both Indiana and Ella, right? You're, yeah, you're yesterday, job. yeah. That was nice to just be able to have some family time. And our eldest is getting older, and she's, you know, she'll be soon graduating high school. She can and, drive. She you know, drove there. Yeah, time moves fast. So, you know, we started doing children's music, you know, for her. So, I mean, it's mind-boggling to think that she's almost an adult. So, Yeah, the very first kids album, like when we did Blue Bear, she was five. Like, yeah, I, like I, I just met her when yeah. she was four and a half. Well, almost five. The same age that Indiana is now. Oh, it's been like 12, over is. 12 years. She, we made the first one at five. Because I was like, you, he was playing songs with her. I'm like, you have to record this. And then yeah. I was such a crazy person. I just put the CDs and mailed it out to people I found on the internet. Like Sirius <laughs> XM cool. being one of them. <laughs> and then 
And that's how it started. <laughs> that is so cool. But, but I want to ask about Ella, because when uh, we, Lucinda and I watched some of your videos, she loves your stuff. I do too, obviously. Oh, thank you. Watching Say What. She loves, loves Say What. And then, and I, we watched the live uh, concert that she did. So little. She was maybe twelve or something. Is did and then you know she was great on it. But did she do the say what on the recording of the? She song? did. Yeah. So basically, like a lot of those early songs just came out of car time that 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 we had together and. Um, you know, I think that there was a, um, a part that I just want, you know, I think for all of our kids, uh, for music lovers and, and creators like ourselves, I, I wanted her to know the Beatles and the Beach Boys and Buddy Holly and Bob Dylan, all these like, you know, classic um, rock and roll records and, at the, and, and even jazz records. And so for me, I thought we would just as a as a as fun practice, we would just make up uh, songs based on those things. So like kind of scatting. And it's a, you know, it's a, a, or blues, you know? And so that was like a way for me to kind of teach her what scatting was. And I said that once and she actually made it up because I, I was just scatting some nonsense. And she said, say what? And so I was like, that's a song. We're going to make a song, <laughs> make a song out of that. Yeah, and it's, it was so much fun for, for us to connect over those things. And I think those songs are the most. She special. was little. I think she was more like eight, seven or eight. Yeah, she was, around she, seven or she eight, was yeah. just like a little, like she was. So it was like very silly at the time. Yeah, Isn't that I, still that delicate, silly age? Yeah, you know, yeah. when, the, when the song first came out, like where they're still want to, you know, they don't want to be silly, but they still are. That, that Yeah, like even like a song like Blue Bear, which maybe you've seen the video for, like that song is sure. just a rip off of Van Morrison's Blue Money. Not quite, <laughs> but pretty close. So go back and listen to it because it's like, it's the same kind of riff. And we we're again in the car and I'm like, what, wanna, 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 wanna. I'm like, wait a second. I'm just going to like, that's, and then I was like, let's write a song about, about the blues. And she's like, oh yeah, but how about we write a song about a bear? And I'm like, well, he's a blue bear and bears are just hungry. You know, like th these, 
it's not rocket science. Yeah. I think for me, I just think it's fun. So, and then, and so, you know, and I get to do something that's a good time. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's inspiration when they're young. We were talking to Justin Roberts about it the other day because they oh, yeah. have a two year old now. There's two now. And I said, well, you got a, we got, you got a whole lot of new material coming your way, buddy. Yeah. yeah he's really going to be infused with that because, you know, he has all that young child energy and that for us, we have that again. So we had that initial yeah. ch young child energy and now we have that back in our house and and i think that the best stuff is uh it comes from just from that from having from what you know and what you're going through in your life and your kids and i think that that's why the work's so special for us you know so it's it's yeah. nice to connect yeah there's lots of inspiration when you know things are happening yeah parenting's definitely like changed i mean yeah. being in quarantine worse we thankfully we were always together as like a unit like lucky and i work together we bring indiana or ella but or both with us wherever we'd always go um but so it wasn't kind of a new thing it's just and we've lived six months of the year in hotel rooms across the world we used to yeah used to so indiana <laughs> though yesterday she was like i miss china i miss my friends in tulsa like she she was her concept of her life was was being on the road so that it's been like a huge huge transition for her like in her young life since she's been one i mean we took her i mean i took her at seven weeks on an airplane to a show like that's when i was like okay i'm ready to do a show at seven weeks and i like nursed her when did the show came back and it was in Nashville. Like, so we flew LA to Nashville and when, when she was one, she was walking on the Great Wall of China, like on wow. a tour. Yes, yeah, so it's like- What a, a great big, experience though for her. I mean, absolutely. I hope she tells her therapist that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our son, uh, when Pam and I were touring, doing uh, inner, city, uh, inner city shows, uh, we set up a playpen off stage and we'd be down in some like hardcore junior high, high school, you know, places. And the kids would have some, hey, can we, can we keep an eye on Andy back here? Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So we're doing, uh, we acted, one of our pieces was acting out The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. And at the very end of the piece, it was very poignant at the end with the old man sitting on the stump, you know, and, and it says, and The Giving Tree. All of a sudden, his bottle comes flying through the air, right. lands on the stage, slap <laughs> at the end of the gibby tree you've ever heard in your life. That's amazing. <laughs> rolls, rolls, down the, rolls down the stage. It was, it was great, though. That we, great. You know, when the kids are on, uh, they're on the road with you, they, uh, they experience a lot of uh, stuff that they wouldn't normally wouldn't normally do yeah and that's the best thing about i think what we get to do doing family and children's music i i we both love to travel we love experiencing and meeting new people and that's the uh that's probably the the one of the best um benefits of being able to do music period right any kind of music that you get to go on the road and mm. you get to see and experience new things and we've been so blessed to be able to see cool things and people always talk about you know you watch the food network for example and they're like you know, uh, the best hamburger in, you know, Mississippi or something. And you're like, yeah. well, one thing comment wise, I've, I've been, obviously I've listened to all your stuff before during voting time, especially, you know, for the oh, grant. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and congratulations on your, this recent Latin Grammy nomination. Thank you. Thanks. Right. So far. Latin Grammy. What? 
won two Latin Grammys so far. Is that right? Yes. Uh, are, did you? And I know I saw your name, of course, listed in the one for this one too. Are you guys? Uh, yeah. And uh, I, my, I guess what I, I went back and re-listened to everything. I of course wanted to pay attention to the Lullaby album, the Paseo Lunar, but yeah. I also wanted to re-listen to other stuff. I got to tell you, man, that that made an LA album because Lucinda. So good. We moved to Las Cruces about four years ago. We're living here now, and yeah. and she uh, and it just made me. We were there forty years in L.A., and it just mm. oh, nostalgic. The, that whole album, you know, Echo, <laughs> La Brea, the Fiesta de la Brea, all that stuff. Yeah, um, I it, was a, it was a good one. I mean, I think it was my love, our love letter to the city and it being able to work with such tremendous artists from the city. And I think, you know, uh, in children's music, um, always, you know, New York City and the East Coast seems to get a lot of attention and love historically. Yeah. And I thought, well, there's so many great, talented artists here in this city and that I love that I um, call my friends and it would just be fun just to make something about about LA, right? About, and I, and no one had really done that really in that way. But, um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm a Californian, I'm a Northern Californian really, but I had never really had a, it was, you know, it, it took, it took me a long time to really get into the Los Angeles groove. You know what I mean? Like you ask somebody like, how's it, how long does it take to make it in LA really? And it's like, someone's like 20 years to like really kind of even get, like going right if you yeah. last if you la if you do last but i mean i think so I i'm really proud of those songs and i think that they're really fun and, and yeah, at the time it was a really special it, it got a lot of critical acclaim from peers in terms of like it was like number one on fids and camely because and of you guys one, i mean yeah, because people that, that, that and it, it was it was really um it was definitely really special and it and um yeah, yeah it I, wish it, I wish it could have reached more people like because it's still now since it didn't get like a bigger accolade people it kind of is more unknown in yeah. our like discography discography discography, discography. <laughs> like people are like oh made in LA and we're like oh yeah it's not you know not one of it's not a Spanish language album but uh, there were so many people who worked on it and that was really I mean like Mr. Cookie Jar CJ was like over at our house with his notepad writing poems and he is so genius. I was just like, I mean, they're all really genius. You, know, yeah, you, know, you know, Todd McCatton. Todd McCatton is so I mean, genius. I mean, I mean they're I, all. I, I, we and can, Holly, Todd, like, Todd and I could can nerd out about Beatles albums for days. So, for days, for years, you know, and talk about all the great things that we love about the Beatles. And when we get together, it's really great. We It's just like, you know, we probably do more hanging out than working, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun. But yeah, thanks for all those kind words you said yeah, about it. You. And I'm glad that you got a lot of the inside jokes there too, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, that's well, the thing. If you live in LA or have lived, you're like, oh, I know exactly what that's yeah. like. I know exactly what that is or what that smells like or tastes like. Yeah. yeah. Echo Park, I just, I, that was like being oh. there. You know? oh. oh, that really, that really fills my heart with joy because I think like, I think for us, the work that we get to do is so emotionally based. And I love that that emotion translates when you listen to it, you know? Our sound is so Californian, you know? It's yeah. really, like, rooted in, like, surf rock and oldies. What people call oldies, they've been calling oldies for, like, 
40 years now, but you know, because oldies now, you know, oldies now are like Hall and Oats or something. No, or the oldies are like Pearl the Jam. 80s, that's like the 80s. Yeah. The 80s are Hall. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's oldies. But to me, I grew up listening to like Chuck Berry and all the Motown. And then even like early uh, 70s AM stuff like Bread, uh, CCR, and the Doobie Brothers, and you know, all that stuff. Like, I mean, it's, it's part of like, I hope it translates when people hear it, you know? Yeah. But it's great because all that stuff becomes, you know, it's all synthesized within us and it comes out, whether through uh, through writing. I mean, but I see it in all kinds of writing. It's like when I do a review, as long as I get my first line, my first line is my hook. And then I'll come back around to it. It's like your first shot, last shot in a movie, right? And, uh, Dan's into a, a few years into a Western motif, right? Writing about historical events that are going on around you in Las Cruces. Well, it's that New Mexico history. You can't help it. It's that multicultural layering here. That's yeah, so yeah it, it really seeps in. I think that the places that you go, you know, they really influence you. And like, it, you don't really know it at the time. You, you, it, you know, we were just in New Mexico. I really love New Mexico. But you, you know, it's almost like that red dirt seeps into your, yeah. into your bloodstream. And then you kind of, and you also appreciate all the things that those places also created before you. And you're able to take that and make that into your own thing, too, you know, I think. On the hottest day of the year, he rounds a corner, the kids all cheer. It's the Mexican ice cream man selling his paletas to all he can. He's el paletero. He's el paletero, man. He's el paletero. Scream, I 
cream, we all scream for ice cream. There's enough for our whole street. Always enough for anyone who meets the Paletero. He's a Paletero man. He's a Paletero making his dinero, selling all his ice cream to todos los chiquillos. Oh yeah, my friends, can you hear? about your uh, uh, your children's book. It's yeah, a big, it's a big deal. We're excited. Um, so yeah, it's called Paletero Man, and it's uh, it's it's inspired by the song that we that we perform. It's not. It's a different. It's a different story and narrative. You know, like it's, but it's based in Los Angeles, which is all. You know, it's it's really um, apropos. You were just talking about Made in LA. It's it talks. It's a story of it's based uh, on the street. Of, yeah, it, you know, we yeah. lived in on Eighth Street in Koreatown, mm-hmm. and it's based on that community there. And uh, incredibly diverse Koreans, South Americans, Mexicans, all living together in this in in Los Angeles. It's really quintessentially LA. And um, Alicia is really the reason the book exists because she went on and on like you got to write you got to write a book like and and you know to me. At the time we were living in Koreatown and our daily activity is like, you know, doing all the things that we all do for work and, and when we're not working and, and then going taking our daughter to the park. And basically the, the, the narrative is is that journey in so many ways and, and, it, and it ends up with the Palatero Man, you know, and for all of your um, viewers and listeners that don't know what a Palatero is, he's an, a Mexican ice cream salesman, could be. Uh, Hispanic, Latino, like, uh, and you sell paletas, which are very specific Mexican style popsicle. And it was, it's, it's a great story of, of community and love and, uh, and coming together to help one another in a time now that's very not, uh, that's very polarized and stressful. And so that journey to me, it's a, a huge celebration of culture for myself and cultural pride. But definitely Alicia was like, well, you got to write this down. You got to, she really like, um, you know, guided me through an early manuscript and like, hey, like tell this story. Like this is, you can, you can do this because without Alicia, I wouldn't have done it. And then I was, we were, and we were, we were fortunate enough that, uh, that (laughs) I mean, Maggie pays off sometimes you guys. Well, she was definitely, well, you know, she's my job as a producer in our family. I'll make things and I'm really the worst enemy and worst critic of the things that I make. Right. We so I, and, artists, I, and, and I, I put them away and I don't want to release them or I'm embarrassed by them because I don't think that they're as good as they could be. And Alicia is really the first person to say, you know, like we went two years out putting out a record and I had already recorded one at Dean Jones's place. And I love Dean and Dean's a genius. And and Alicia's was just every every week, like, when are you putting that out? When are you putting that out? And I was like, I don't want to put it out. Like, I feel embarrassed by it. I feel like I could do a better job. I, don't, I didn't think I did. I personally did a great job at writing the songs. And um, and Alicia just said, you got to do it. And so, sure, I put it out. And then it has a huge response. And, you know, she's right, always. <laughs> and, and I'm wrong. I did not even pay him to say these but things. But anyways, I digress. The book is about Baletero being the hero, an immigrant story of an immigrant being a hero. Yeah, and a and little boy like a little any boy. other little boy. And um, 
that's that is on a quest to get a paleta and all his friends end up helping him in a yeah. neighborhood that is uniquely our experience yeah, and like you, where our child and, was a baby and you both being angelinos to the core really you i you will i am excited for you to read it and see it because you'll it'll resonate with you you'll see it you'll feel it you'll when you yeah. look at it micah player did an incredible uh, job of illustrating it and when you see it you really will know what that feels and like. You'll have to you look, know? Micah being the collaborator of ours in so many ways, like all the album covers, all like our television show. We have shared mutual friends that go way, way back. He hid a lot of Easter eggs in the book. So you'll, there's like a secret picture of Blue Bear, a secret picture of him oh. when he was a kid. There's other oh. album, like pictures of little things. And so it's so for like fans of the bands or friends or whatnot, there's like these little, even, even we were like, there, there's something in it which I don't think anyone will pick up, but I'll tell. But we just saw it the other day. Our friend in the television show, our friend mutual, our, Lucky and and my and Micah's best friend passed away this summer while we were driving on our road trip, and it was sudden and shocking and horrible and shook us to the core. And we, when our television show for PBS, um, one of Tilt's line was, "It's a scorcheroonie. It's a scorcheroonie <laughs> because it was so hot." And Micah, in small print on one of the newspapers in the book, wrote, "It's a scorcheroonie." And our friend Tilt's in the book on a on a swan in Echo Park. Like, there's all these beautiful things that are special for our friendships and our relationships in Los Angeles. That it's just a I really guess in a lot of ways, book. it's a it's a continuation of the collaboration of the city. And I'm excited for people to experience, you know, that joy of, you know, it's funny because if you take your child and, and you know this experience, if you take your child to go get an ice cream cone, you're like, we're going to go to the ice cream shop. We're going to go to the park and get a, an ice cream cone. And you get there and it's closed, <laughs> right? It's the worst thing that's ever it happened, is. right? Like, it's yeah. like, oh, it, it's, yeah. it, you, it's disaster. And so, but if the ice cream, we never really, we take for granted for that ice cream shop being open. We don't really think about like, or that that'll be in there. We all take that for granted, but at the end of the day, they're bringing our children so much joy. And so it's a real dedication. I think the stories are real, a real, uh, I guess, um, not, you know, a tip of the hat to the palatero, you know? Like, yeah. hey, you're the hero of this situation. You're making our children so happy. And I think that that's also a theme that I'm excited about to share. Um, in these times, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Is the book uh, officially out yet or? No, it comes out June 1st. Um, it's got a long 2020. Lead. Yes, it's a really long lead. lead. Yeah. Well, you know, 2020 was a, re a really odd year and Harper's uh, is doing, an, uh, done an amazing job and doing an amazing job of really caring for the project and really wanted to make sure that it, uh, it was released in the right time frame. So we, I actually just got proofs for it yesterday just to look at them and it was really neat to hold it in your hand you know when you when you make something yeah. and you hold it in your hand it's always exciting you know? but yeah it's such a diverse book like it looks like it looks like the street that it's supposed to be about it looks like yeah. downtown la it's like there's like a, a muslim family there's like i mean like south african i mean micah did such a great job of representation in the book that's seen Two, three Colors, colors, red, orange, yellow, green, and blue, purple too. Colors, colors, red, orange, yellow. 
state when i watch that colors video that is me real. too i get very i'm like i'm like high on life and zoned out oh, totally yeah. put on repeat in classrooms everywhere they need to a, a musical question uh, i i noticed on your uh, traveling schedule that we've all obviously been well first it was canceled then it was rescheduled then it was and then it was canceled i'm sorry postponed rescheduled canceled all those concerts you know that we had booked all through the through yeah. the year. and i saw you were going to be up in, in portland at the multnomah libraries i was going to be up there too this Aww. canceled not doing that that's i love going up there and doing that Me too. but when you do libraries and in, in smaller venues like that Obviously, you don't have the full band with you, correct? Right. Of you, how do you how do you do? I'm curious about that. That how you do? Well, it's evolved. <laughs> it's evolved into different things. I mean, it's the, actually a joke. Lucky and I have. He can speak to it musically, but I'll speak to it like logistically. We joke around how people get in total shock and like don't even know what to do because it's like a whole Las Vegas floor show that we bring to like <laughs> the back room of a library with seven kids, like full <laughs> costume, full backdrop, full speaker. Like I've got ribbon white, like we bring the That's show true. that we bring to the stadiums in China to the back meeting rooms in Multnomah County. It is so, it's, so people, it's, it's so ridiculous it's that it's like, amazing. It's ridiculous. Because people are walking by like this. They don't this. even know what to do. Like, I'll walk <laughs> in my full costume. Like, people are like, don't you have different variations of what you do? And we're like, nope. This is it. Oh, our dog's trying to get it. You tell them musically what we do. Well, and, and the musical component is that we, since, uh, like, as our tracks have evolved throughout, like, you know, everyone's, you know, course of working and stuff. Um, no doubt. We've yeah, been, we... No. About I'm I'm I lost about seventy percent of my hearing. I'm actually on hearing aids now. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's an occupational hazard. I've been you know since I was about you know eleven years old. I've been standing in front of a guitar. Jenga's covered in dirt, trying to jump on me. He just Um, dug a hole and snapped. So all that so all that said, I um we we trans we trans we changed over to uh to an in ear system with uh with a click track and stuff for the whole on so for the whole band right and yeah. so when we did that we um west the guy that makes all our rigging and stuff made a, a smaller rig for what we call the duo and so basically like we have a backing track and you know i have a click and stuff in my ears and it, it, it controls the volume and we're able to have like a much larger sound in smaller spaces because it was like you know how it is you both know engage you know with kids like trying to motivate them to get up and go yeah. is so much work. People never think about this. They think that it's like, you know, and they take it, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, oh, great job. Like, oh, I, I think um, the comments always like, 
oh, the kids are just ready to move today. And they, and, and you're like, they, they really weren't like, I think that it takes so much work to get them going, you know? And I think that that volume, like we need that, we need that support. We need that audio support in order to make it like just as big as it looks right. Kind of like yeah. the whole show. So, you know, and, the, and that way I don't have to like, you know, like we've been there. Have you been to that show where you're strumming so hard for 45 minutes and you're like, and you got a hole in your guitar because yeah. you're just like hitting it so hard and making it loud. And it's like, it looked like uh, Willie Nelson's guitar by the end of the show. It is. You know, yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's with that, the old, the old days, uh, there used to be that adage in theater. Uh, Alicia will attest to this, I'm sure, with where if, if somebody was on stage and was being very bombastic and big and you would go little, the attention, of course, was drawn, drawn to you. But I think nowadays with the attention span on stuff, we used to, when we perform, we do a song and then we do a story. and we're, So we always kept them off balance. They never knew what we were going to do next because they couldn't settle into it. Dan tells stories, you know, in his show uh, to lead into songs or, or whatever. And uh, But these days, the attention span, man, it's, it's, a, it's a lot shorter. It, you know, look at, uh, you know. It really is. And Alicia, like speaking to what you just said, John, Alicia is the is really the component of engagement in our show, really. Cause I'm like singing, I'm kind of holding the musical part down and singing and stuff. Yeah. And Alicia's really this I beautiful mean, engagement, but she has to be so big in order to like, really like get the kids to like focus. Right. And, it's a lot and, of work. and you want it, it is a lot of work. I, I mean, think. You know. Yeah. It's I rewarding, but it's definitely. It definitely like, plays. I mean, I think one of the reasons that, I mean, we've been able to do what we do is because we both have those, like my background's an actress, like I'm a performer. So, and his being a musical songwriter, like we're, our live shows I think are successful because we both work together and know our jobs, but like can help each other out in that way, you know? So it's, we lean on each other a lot. Like, uh, you know, Lucky gets very stressed out if he has to do a show alone or if like he has to do something yeah. by himself because the truth is he, my husband is an introvert he may be like practiced mm -hmm. as an extrovert but right. his tendencies are intro introversion and so and mine obviously are not so it's like so in that way we yeah. can balance and you know, i can I, kind of be the, a shield in essence i always get really that's true i think i always see guys like you know roger day yeah i mean i love you know, we love roger you know, <laughs> Roger's yeah he's amazing and Roger is one of these guys he can go into a place with like nothing a harmonica yeah. and 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 raise the roof off of it yeah and I'm just in awe of it when every time I see it like when we we cross he's paths special, yeah. he's such a special person like I'm always so impressed because I could never do that you know what I mean and it's incredible to see it and you could no not like he does I think that it's incredible to see because I literally after about like because you're sitting there and you're like whoa how is this going to work? How is this going to shake out? And then like 10 <laughs> minutes later, the kids are going crazy and there's colors yeah. everywhere. And, yeah. and you see Roger's yep. big smile. And I'm like, dude, I, how did you do that? Like, that's magic. You did it all by himself. And he had no support. Right. So right. I think that there is and no like costume, or no, no gags, like, no gimmicks. It's just Roger being Roger, just yeah. being awesome. He's and, and, and kids really resonate. And I'm always blown away and so impressed by that. And, I always let him know. I'm like, oh, Roger, you're a genius. When he's like, ah, you know, forget it. I'm like, no, I, really? not everybody can do that.
about your you probably can't talk about your option script or, or maybe you can I don't know is this the first uh, script you've had option it's yeah the first feature with my writing partner that we've optioned together so we That's had a exciting. yeah it is exciting it's very exciting I mean you know it's the whole thing you don't you can't really say anything to like the ink dries and the money's in the bank and so we've been like waiting and waiting and contracts and contracts because you guys know every time every time there's like one big yes behind it is 200 no's and yeah. so we had been especially through those 200 no's and those like almost and those almost and almost and then now to have it um out and yeah you're right like so i can't i will be able to speak about it but the the production company has to officially announce it in like legal terms so we could say that we optioned a movie but we couldn't say what it what the who the companies were yet or who was attached so um but it was it was really it's really exciting i mean we're it's definitely kind of a a pivot for me in terms of like uh it's just like a newfound love of television and film writing that i didn't i wasn't doing it all and then it just kind of 
have happened because I really had a lot of stories I wanted to tell. So, um, and then with this one, my writing, I'm really lucky to get to write with my writing partner and, um, it's brought, we've done most, we've done almost all of the, the pitch work on, um, Oh, you're back. Oh, we've done almost all the pitch work on FaceTime during this whole quarantine and everything. So we we, ha- wow. we literally work online. Good boy. The dog's going crazy. But yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, so it's super exciting that Alicia's optioned her script. And she has she's working on two other movies right now, actually. So a couple of Hallmark movies and, um, you know. But- She's acting in. She's actually writing them. She wrote two Hallmark movies, um, a, a Chris, two Christmas movies or three? No, we have um, three, two Christmas movies. One's a Valentine's Day movie, three television shows. And then this, this the one we optioned is about a wedding, God. double wedding. Uh, you don't see that, Dan? She's what? starting to release more information. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep working her. Keep working her. You don't know what's in this cup, boys. <laughs> she's a, you know, Alicia works really, really hard. She's always working. She's always creating. She's always, you know, I, it's, it's always awe-inspiring to see um, her doing well, all that work, you know, because, you know, she writes like a maniac and is always acting and doing voiceovers. And she's like the real true, you know, L.A., no. you know, kind of machine, you know, she's no. just like. You know, I wake up and I just find out what she's going to do. She's like, well, today I'm doing two VOs. I'm writing a television pilot and I'm starring in a feature film. So, you know, she's really the the most motivated uh, creative here. She's she's just motivated me. I'm 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 not as motivated, but she's she's really charged. And we're just trying to, you know, make it work, make, you know, especially our whole our whole game plan is like diversifying as artists and as people and um i think we're very we're very similar in that way you know and like it just doing what we love and and that balance of being able to live off of it i suppose but it's interesting because in a weird way during this during the quarantine a weird opportunities have come up that never would have been there like I, i've done more voiceover work during this like so commercials and i'm voicing a pbs show and oh yeah alicia is the voice of a character on a pbs show that's cool we should yeah. talk about that and Lucky and I are the same in so many ways and so different in so many others. Here's our pup, but we both feel lazy. Oh, look at that. Isn't he the sweetest? Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Not this guy. <laughs> Not this one either. Yeah. yeah that's good. There's I've no heard. treats. No treats for no me. Treats. No treats for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's eating a candle. Oh, he likes those oh, candles. My gosh. No, but we're both like, we're both kind of workaholics because we never feel that we're doing enough. We just never feel like as soon as we get something or something goes, we're like, okay, on to the next. I think, you know, it comes from our upbringing, from our parents, from all those things, but we're just very similar. And sometimes we have to be like, okay, let's just be in this a little bit, you know, and a little bit more, but we're very I just lay down until that stuff passes. (laughs) <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as activated. I'm. I'm that always trying. I'm always trying. So, so, so somebody calls up and said, "Hey, Lucky, could you write a song about this? I got a hundred thousand dollars." You go, "Come on, boss!" You know, it's like project. Uh, project. I'm. I'm very project oriented that way. Yeah, I, I agree. In, no, I think that's true. I think that I. I personally make little things, and then when that phone call comes, I'm like. 
oh, I think I might have something that'll work. You yeah. know, so I'm always trying to put stuff away, even if I feel silly, like I'm not really working. But then like, you know, next thing you know, someone will need something. And it's just like what you that what I did a three weeks ago and I recorded it on my phone. And you know what I mean? So yeah. I it, it all is useful sometimes. She's always working. But Alicia's more tasked at like, I make she's, a lot more of dis- lists. she's more disciplined. <laughs> you know? she, her creative process is more disciplined and more focused. And, I think it has to be as like, a, as a mom, I mean, we definitely share parental duties, but oftentimes it comes down to, I organize the household. Like, you know, I, I eat, I order the food and I make sure that the child is fed. And like, you know, I make a lot of lit, I run this, her school that she has to do virtually. And it's like, if I, and I'm such a Virgo type A personality that if I don't make the list, I can't function. I know our house would still go on. We'd be okay, but I would be a mess. I'd be like, I can't, I don't know how to survive without my daily checklist, you know? Yeah. And so it's trickled, it's trickled down because he's not a checklist person, and but I still make him checklists. Yeah. <laughs> <to get> it. <laughs> uh, that explains a lot. Explains why I'm single, Dan. <laughs> well, I'm just not good at it, you know. I'm kind of a, I'm more of a broad strokes kind of. No, kind he of, was uh, literally in his underwear, and I was like, "We are with them in 20 minutes." No, please. she said, "Yeah, she said you have 20 minutes total," and I said to her. But John likes to see me in my underwear, so. <laughs> so he doesn't have any pants on. He just forgot the pants. There's no pants. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry about it. But, you know, I just, you know. We do the best we can. We're very, we definitely, you know, have a good working relationship and, and obviously a good partnership, I hope. I mean, I think so. But it, we're, it's a good thing because we work so much together, but both have individual projects that kind of you know, yeah. we can help each other with. So, and he helps me so much on everything too. Like he's- I help stay out of the way, hopefully, mostly. <laughs> well, obviously your uh, dog training uh, business sucks, but- um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks for the vote of Look at that face. Look at that face. Look at that face. Oh. I, we didn't notice we were talking to one of our friends the other day and she was like you know you no. picked out a dog that has the exact same hair color and looks like you alicia I was, like, <laughs> I was like that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me oh, that's so cute. That <laughs> if, is- if i look like this dog i'm doing something right darn he's right a handsome boy he's a good you know dog. what i'm gonna do right now i'm gonna make a list <laughs> oh god you can't make a list <laughs> literally i put things on my list that i would do anyway every day just to make myself feel better <laughs> like wash my hair well check i'm accomplishing something in this pandemic you guys, you guys are amazing thank you for making you go- time for us yeah you guys both make such beautiful things and We're are beautiful people artists. and are so supportive of this community. And I appreciate that so much. And I'm, I mean, so, and I can't speak for Alicia, but I'm, you know, obviously you can. We're just, you speaking what I would say. So yeah. But I think that, you know, you guys are both tremendous and I am grateful to call you both friends, you know, Thank so you. it's, it's definitely well, might be pushing it, but um, <laughs> we love you guys. Like John and I, you too. Here's to the, a renaissance couple. Oh, yeah, thank you guys. Thank, thank you, you guys. Well, it's time to sing a song about a blue bear who's hungry. Blue bear walking down the street looking for some food and then eat. I'll just take anything. Blue bear walking down the street looking for some food, anything to eat. He has a 
baker for some bread And this is what the baker said Some 